Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. I know that it's difficult, I'm stacking this paper, it's sorta of habitual I blow the residual, and fucking your bitch like it's part of my ritual Part of the visual, but money you give me a heart on a typical I wanted it physical, a million dollars I count off of intervals Without it I'm miserable, don't wanna fall off so I'm all in my bag Thinking God like it's biblical, I know it's gonna solve every problem I have I ball on the principle, remember the teachers is all on my ass Now look all of them pitiful, and all of a sudden I'm so good at math Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it Count it up, count it up, count it up Count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. Can't take it when you die, but you can't live without it. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up. You. Hello, hello, hello. You already know what it is. You are listening to the Urban Product. It's your boy DME. And this is Mother Earth. How you doing today? Today I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Just making it through the day, keeping my head above the water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What about you? Yeah, I'm okay. You know, it is a beautiful day outside. It really is. We have been waiting for this moment for a very long time. A very long time. And I um, feel like yeah, everything <laughs> finally is starting to fall into place. Yeah, finally. Like the, the birds are chirping, the mosquitoes are facts. out. Ugh, I don't like thinking about the mosquitoes. Allergies are back. <laughs> shit. shit. So all the bad stuff. There's also like. I guess. <laughs> I think about it and it's like, it's sundress weather. Mm, it's that nice breeze kind of weather. It's that. <laughs> go to the beach, get some sun, go swimming kind of weather. Ooh, I can't wait. Well, it's not quite there yet, but it's like coming it's it's that prelim like you know it's coming so mm-hmm. ooh, i'm so excited my birth hit a crucial point ladies it is sundress season mm. so <laughs> if you got it if you don't got it flaunt yo shit flaunt it. <laughs> all right so, so this is a very special episode mm-hmm. um just because i guess to break the ice this might be one of our last episodes for a while. Might be taking a quick hiatus. Just because the school year is coming close to an end. And we don't have our own studio. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> if you do know of one where we can record and you love hearing our voices coming at you every Friday morning, let us know. <laughs> and if you're willing to throw in a discount or do it for the free free, then also let us know. Really let us know. Because we just a couple of broke college niggas out here. Big facts. But <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to have fun with this last episode. And then by mm-hmm. the time we do come back, we'll be sure to let everybody know. And mm-hmm. it'll be lit. Big facts. All right. So let's recap. Um, if you were here last week when we dropped our surprise episode in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just wanted to say thank you for everybody that supported that episode. Because I did not expect... Um, everybody to come out and promote it as much as they did last week i loved seeing everybody tweeting about it i saw people putting our names out in the like the instagram comments i saw someone recently i don't remember who it was but it was like you were mentioned by someone on instagram and it was on one of those like what's one of your favorite like podcasts and Mm -hmm. we were listed i was like oh my gosh i love you (laughs) so thanks yeah fun fact that was my sister Oh, uh, shout so, out to your sister. <laughs> so shout out to her all the way in Florida holding All the way in us. Florida. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we don't thank you guys enough. Um, so I just do want to thank all the homies that tweet our show out, put it up on their Snapchats, Instagram, do through word of mouth, everything like that. Um, 
you guys don't know is like it could be just a little comment a little comment can go very far away so as long as you have people um every now and then just talking about the show at least it does a lot for the community as a whole so i appreciate mm-hmm. that all the love all right so let's get down to the show mm-hmm. let's recap on spring fest Alrighty, huh spring fest was a fun one all okay. right, let's go. I want to hear your story. Yeah, I feel sad because you actually didn't weren't able to make it down that yeah, Saturday. It kind of worked out because I came to a realization. I think it's been something that I've been trying to navigate for myself, but I think I've definitely been more wary about partaking and partying when I'm not feeling my best mental health wise. So it was like a good move for me to mm-hmm. not go either way. Um, so. Yeah, don't get caught up in the partying myth and believing that it can fix everything because it can't. Sometimes you just need quiet times. Big facts. All right, so I can tell you this. My Spring Fest was absolutely lit. Mm -hmm. Um, I had my people come in from home Friday night. Uh, My homie from New York came down Friday night. Uh, We all chilled in my apartment, made our jungle, which (laughs) sold a lot by the way really that shit's made i made bucks? i made a lot saturday a lot of bucks i, Ooh, I did I'm not proud of you. i did not expect catching <laughs> that bag yeah i did not expect to make as much as i made saturday off that um which is good everybody was on their ass so that was also a good thing because you know that means clearly i'm a good bartender so clearly for everyone's futures endeavors hit me up DME, great at making jungle juice put that on the resume big facts i also have a shitload of left just a shameless little plug if anyone still wants to buy some maybe let me know i have like a good gallon and a half left well you know the school year is almost done and i need to drink away the pain i say as i just (laughs) mentioned don't drink away the pain (laughs) if you got the bread let me know um so yeah it was a great vibe um the house i was at didn't get shut down so that was good all my people were there it was a lot of good vibes great music was being played um dancing games obviously Mm. drinking and all that and everyone stayed safe which um i couldn't say more than enough so i was really happy how spring fest turned out yeah during the night nothing crazy really went down which kind of bummed me out but Mm -hmm. hey i knew a majority of everything was going to happen during the day so i i wasn't really mad that nothing really popped off at night Mm. Um, so yeah, everything was good. It was actually a really good spring fest this year. And I think it was mostly because of the people I was with. That's good. Yeah. I also saw people I didn't expect to see, um, like people I went to middle school with that came wow. out and I was like, oh shit. I was like, Yo, I haven't seen you in years. And then, um, I regrouped with people, um, my homie that I brought from home, mm-hmm. he reconnected with people that was here. So it was really lit. It was just a great time. And like my people from home were getting along with the people from here which I didn't know if that was going to happen, but it ha- it went really well. So that's what's up to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we did a great job. All right. So nice. the people have been waiting for us to talk about this all week. Like people have been blowing up my mentions, <laughs> coming up to me in person I saying, peeps. yo, when are you going to talk about this? So I guess now is the time now to talk about it. Now is the time. K-O-D. You sound just like the voice on the album when they say that. Thanks, I actually really tried to go for K-O-D. that. O-D. Choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J. Cole put out his album on 420, just like he said he would. Mm-hmm. K-O-D, um, Kids on Drugs, King Overdosed, Kill Our Demons, whatever you want to call it. Mm. It was a phenomenal album, to say the least. 
yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I really loved the lyrics in it. I really loved the music in it. I really loved the beats in it. All together, the way that it flowed, the story that it told. Mm -hmm. um, there were definitely parts of it where, like, you can tell, like, this is his warning sign against addictions of, like, everything. Like, we know that. I feel like some of it came off a little too preachy. That's just me. I also feel like I'm also just not the biggest J. Cole fan mm -hmm. in general for like a multitude of reasons. So even though I don't particularly like J. Cole, I'm not super huge on his music or the work that he puts out, I did enjoy the album a lot. Okay. And I do think it's actually really funny because the first time I listened to KOD, I was high off my fucking ass. Like, it's <laughs> perfect for you then. Yeah. So it was very interesting. I had to go back and then re listen to it sober. And then I was listening to it sober, thinking about how I'd been listening to it high. And I was like, damn, like, I really ain't shit. <laughs> Probably yeah. two different feelings, right? It's two very different feelings, actually. Okay. Is that yeah. a good or a bad thing? Um, I think it made it interesting just to like reflect on like my own usage of things because i was listening to certain parts of the album and i was like i wonder if i was under the influence if this would like reach me a, a different way because mm. like certain tracks on that were like anything where kill edward was featured where mm. to say the least oh hold on i gotta touch up on that kill edward real quick this is crazy because j cole listened to everything everyone said where he said well especially what i said last week where i wanted j cole to do more features um so instead mm -hmm. of putting more features on the album, he teased everybody because it was only one single <laughs> feature on the album. It was Kill Edward. And then when everyone did their research, or if no one did their research, they found out when the album came out that the feature was himself. <laughs> mm. So he pretty much said, fuck anybody that wanted to be a feature. You guys wanted to be a you guys wanted a feature on the album, I'm gonna feature myself. How about that? And I thought I thought it was a dope little thing, kind of adds like a whole alter ego, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if this is a character he's gonna continue to bring back later on in his work, like um, like uh, Eminem does with Slim Shady or Nicki with Roman and like other shit like that, or like Kendrick with Lil Kenny and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a dope take, especially the song that he kind of released earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. That's how people came to realize that kill edward was really just j cole because he put out a song earlier in the week um called tidal wave mm -hmm. just a little reference and when everyone listened to that everyone saw that it was just really just his voice just an octave lower <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was dope it, it was, was dope. dope i really I liked that song shook i had that song on repeat for a while mm. um and yeah the album was pretty much just i really think the album um was meant to speak to the younger generation definitely especially with um the last track 1985 where he's supposedly coming at um low pump and smoke perp and all the other <laughs> yeah. littles out there and shit like that but i really think this album was trying to um tell a message yeah to the younger generation about drug use um addiction and things like that and just their impact on the community as a whole yeah i, I think, think it really well it did really well at the same time. I feel like it was a very, uh, what you would consider like a black and white album. I feel like it definitely conflated um, like healthy versus abusive um, usage of drugs. 
um, because I believe that there is a way, um, especially in terms of like self-medication, there are a way of people who are able to use certain things for themselves in that manner. Um, if you couldn't tell, I am pro weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also feel like it just refuses to make the distinction between like marijuana and hard drugs and alcohol and a lot of the places in it. And it kind of assumes that everything is on the same level, which I feel like it isn't. And I feel like there are healthy ways to cope with each of those in different ways. Um, so I felt like that was kind of something where it just kind of glosses over the reality of the world that we live in and that there are many layers to which and many levels to which like we find drugs and addictive items in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like it's very like one sided in this story. Like it's these things are bad. Don't do it. That had me a little shook. And I think especially the once an addict, like the interlude really had me shook because it was like it was nice to see something more personal i think it was his most personal one it was about like his mom and stuff like that but i was also so surprised at like the lack of empathy that he had for her and mm -hmm. for that um i feel like he conflated the person who was addicted to being bad when i feel like in our society it's so important to look at that and not place blame on people who are addicted to certain things yep and not focus on criminalizing them when we should be focusing on how do we help you find healthier coping mechanisms to replace what you've been using these drugs for or how do we find you more constructive ways to work past this kind of thing mm -hmm. um and i feel like it just makes everything too black or white without looking at the grayscale and i think that's one reason why i really didn't like it um i mean like i just i feel like yeah it's it's an argument that I've heard many times before. I don't think it's an argument that anyone asked for <laughs> in terms from J. Cole. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's like, yeah, I liked it, but I didn't really, really like it, you know? And I feel like especially, I think some of his wording was just like kind of clumsy. Um, some of his lyrics just were, wow, I'm just like listing off negatives here. Y'all are gonna think that I absolutely hate this and then all these stands are going to burn me at the stake. <laughs> it's only because you're not yeah. the biggest Cole fan. It's only because okay. I'm not the biggest Cole fan. Yeah. No, it's one of those things where it's just like, mm, I feel like it did a good job, but I was missing more from it. And I think especially when I, I, I think it's something to do with like his inability to not be serious. Like J. Cole is one of those people where he doesn't, he doesn't have not serious songs. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. I you thought know you what said, I mean? I thought you said he's never serious. Oh, no, no, no. He's always serious. But I feel like because of that, it kind of constricts him into being like, all right, here's this serious topic. I have to state and rap on this, this, and this. And he ends up missing out on, like, I mean, like, granted, we all know he's kind of a stand for, like, some corny ass lines sometimes. But, like, I don't think they're meant in there for like that interjection. And I just feel like a little bit of just like opening yourself up to that would like allow for creativity and more flow and more potential I think in what he, he's bringing. I think he has a, um, some fun on a couple of these tracks. Like ATM is one, yeah. KOD is one. I definitely think um, Motivate and Brackets is another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if anything, I thought this album was the album he had the most fun creating well yeah i think it's definitely the album he had the most fun creating i don't know if that says a lot <laughs> that's why i think that's personally why i enjoyed it and um like i didn't take it 
as seriously as most of it, most of his other work because like mm. for a couple of things one um the time that he didn't use to create this he didn't he didn't um take as much time to work on this as he does with his other projects one in the studio for two weeks yeah um two he handled the production all on his own like mm. he's he is the only producer credited on every single song which um which I have to like from top my hat off for him for doing that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So that really gave him c- complete create creative control over all of his content, mm-hmm. um, lyrics. Because there's no other songwriter listed on the album as well. It's all J Cole. So you think yeah. about it, he wrote all the lyrics for the song and produced every single thing that you heard on it, which kind of gave him um, complete creative control over it. So that's why I think he had a lot of fun creating it, mm-hmm. and especially um, with the topics he's talking about because. I really think what he was trying to do, at least in some aspects of the song, mm-hmm. I think he's really coming at a lot of the upcoming um, rappers, so to say, like, oh, this is what you guys are glorifying, blah blah blah. So this is what I'm, gonna, this is what I'm going to do, but I'm going to yeah. do it like my way. You That's feel me? That's fair. That's fair. Because that. there's like in some, because you don't really hear um, J Cole just listing off a bunch of like drugs and like prescription shit that yeah he know that that like he'll take or like just rap about in general but in some of these songs he'll he was just going off talking about like lean poly molly perks and all these things as if they're just like everyday things mm. like most of these upcoming rappers are doing yeah so i think that's another way of like he's like poking at them or um kind of just saying hey i'm doing what you can do better this isn't what i do but here's an album where i'm gonna pretty much do what you're doing better than you can Mm. yeah i feel like i definitely did catch that vibe for me it was something that came off as a little more pretentious Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i still liked it but I only liked it. <laughs> of course. And of shout out to the Cole stands on Twitter. That, shout uh, out to the Cole stands. Fucking came alive this uh, 420 saying. Literally came alive. Like yeah. I was seeing so many people. Yo, people are already posting screenshots of certain songs off of KOD being like, this is the most underrated song or this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, nigga, this shit's been out for like two hours. <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Things about Cole fan. Like I legit tweeted one thing where because obviously it's a like it's a topic of discussion where Mm -hmm. i was saying even with this cole album are we still saying that this album was better than kendrick's album and then everyone and then all the cold stands <laughs> came to it like, are we really, really saying this timeline. album's better than damn is that what we're saying right now i feel like it's a pale shadow yeah of a comparison i had to people damn. i had people in my corner but then i had other people coming at my neck you know what come at my neck for that i will stand by that statement 24 7 like this is still it's good it's good yeah damn. i said i said it's dope i love it's Ke- dope i was like i, I love cole but but this ain't no damn you feel it me? ain't damn exactly <laughs> they know it ain't no fucking pulitzer prize mm. type of album you feel me mm-hmm. <laughs> but i guess that's all i have to say on that mm-hmm. um so yeah it's a dope album i think yeah. everyone should check it out um, speaking of twitter hopefully somebody gets that album for me on vinyl <laughs> uh-huh. 
Oh, shameless Shout out plug. To all the people. Shameless plug. <laughs> birthday is August seventeenth. If you guys are looking for something to get me for my birthday, I will be waiting. Minus the twenty seventh. Buy me. <laughs> next thing I know, I'm gonna get fucking ten KOD vinyls just because of saying that. Share so, one with me. That's all. Maybe. <laughs> so if you decide to get me one of those vinyls, tell me in advance so I can shut everyone else out from getting it. Shut everyone else out except for one person, and then just give it to me. I'll make you pay for it. <laughs> that's so rude <laughs> what, you want to mooch off my people <laughs> yes <laughs> Get out of here. remember that's why i don't bring you near my people I'm trying to finesse everybody i do try to finesse everyone it's a problem the problem is is that i don't try exactly i succeed wow <laughs> <laughs> if at first you don't succeed anyways speaking of twitter <laughs> okay so literally when Kanye first started coming back out, mm-hmm. doing his little stream of consciousness tweets, I was telling everybody, I was like, just you wait. Kanye's coming out, coming out the cut. He's going to come out with something big because this nigga really only come out here tweeting left and right every 15 minutes, sometimes in like shorter time periods if he's coming out with something. Mm-hmm. And you know what he's doing? He's coming out with shit. Yeah. Big facts. All right. So Kanye kind of went on um a tweet spree, I guess, <laughs> as of late, where yeah. he like came back like last week or I, I don't know if it was last week yeah. or two weeks ago. He's already at 140 tweets because this man is just going. He has time. He's really going clearly. out. He, he has time. He does. And um, during his tw- during his kind of tweet rampage, he put out a bunch of dates. And apparently these are all confirmed release dates for upcoming albums Mm -hmm. so i'll just read off what he got so far so apparently kanye is coming out with his own album on june 1st yep him and kid cuddy are coming out with a collab album the week after on june 8th i'm so excited tiana taylor is coming out with an album on june 22nd pusha t is finally putting out king push on may 25th and then two years later Nas's album is finally coming out on june 15th I have to admit, when I saw that tweet, I was just telling DME earlier, um, and he was like, man, I feel like I'm 18 again, producing, like, making beats for Nas. And I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse you, this is just how you're going to come out the cut and be like, by the way, super casual. Um, So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, oh, wow. I got really confused over the wiring back here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Bloopers. But yeah, so I I was just so excited. Um, I have to admit, I really don't know what I'm going to expect from this. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like people put a lot of emphasis between like old Kanye versus new Kanye. You obviously know when the cutoff is between both. They're both very different sounds. I don't know if I'd expect something that follows something along the lines of like what we've been what we had recent most recently gotten from Kanye in terms of like sound and production or if it would be something new altogether because I feel like he's gone through a lot in between those time periods between when he last released music and now I think it was like 2016 right yeah yeah life of Pablo came out 2016 yeah mm-hmm. and so I just I feel like I wonder if some of the experiences that he's been going through, unfortunately, a lot of it has been very public mm-hmm. in terms of uh, what people consider to be his breakdown. He's been going through a lot mentally, been struggling. I don't know if it's going to be something that's going to change up his sound a little bit in terms of like that experience, because I feel like his last music coming off was very like, we all knew Kanye was cocky, 
but like this was on another level. And I don't know if it's going to be something where it's like that same overinflated sense of self that we get from the music. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I'm waiting to see how it's going to come out because he said that as of right now, the album is only seven songs long. Mm. Um, if we know Kanye, he's kind of one of the first artists to update their album after releasing it. Because after he put out Life of Pablo, I think he updated that album at least four times. Yep, he did. So, and to this day, I still don't think there's any physical copies of Life of Pablo. So, if this new album is kind of the same, where it's just going to be all digital, then it might just be seven songs for now. And he might add, add in or it. like update it in the future. Nobody Which knows. Which I do appreciate. I feel like it gives me a sense that I know. He's definitely one of those people where you can tell that he puts in time and effort into what he creates. Mm-hmm. His finished product is never his finished product because he's always looking to better it. Exactly. Which I like. And because it's seven songs, I don't know if these are about to be like seven lengthy songs or like just seven short songs similar to an EP. Mm. Um, but whatever the product is, I think I'm going to be very happy with it. But I might have to wait. If anything, I might like the Cuddy and Kanye mm. um, thing much better. Because when Cuddy came into <laughs> Kanye's life, that changed everything. That changed everything. The whole production of 808s and Heartbreak is fucking mind-blowing. Especially mm-hmm. the intro track with Welcome to Heartbreak that featured Kid Cuddy. Ooh, I fucking so love that song. I get goosebumps when I think about it. Exactly. I just literally got goosebumps. Look at my... <laughs> look at... I got goosebumps. Hey. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> and then we know when Kid Cuddy came into um, Life of Pablo with Father Stretch My Hands Part 1. It's that fucking <sighs> iconic hook that everyone has grown to know him and love. So I think the pairing of Kanye and Cuddy are just, they just work so well hand to hand where I really think this album is going to be a great one. I'm really excited. And hopefully that one is longer than seven songs. <laughs> I can imagine it would be. Yeah. And especially since um, the, Kanye said that he hand produced all of the albums that he was tweeting about. So that pretty much means Nas's album is executively produced by Kanye. Mm. So if you have Nas and Kanye on the same shit, all I know is that means Polo Kanye is back. Hopefully yes. that means Polo Kanye is back. Oh gosh, I hope so. I'm so excited just thinking about it. It's lit. This is gonna be a it's very lit summer. Lit. We have a I'm lot of so new music coming out. I'm so excited for everything that he's going to be putting out. I'm excited for everything that's going to be coming yeah, out. We have a lot Honestly, of new music coming out. A lot. Hopefully this summer I get Astro World, or at least I get that in the fall. Mm. Travis needs to give me that. Uh, Ray Shrem Life Three is going to be coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. All the singles for that have be f- have been fucking phenomenal. So I can't wait Big for that facts. to come out too. Post Malone's album actually comes out um, on Friday. So by the time you're listening mm-hmm. to this episode, it would have been out already. I'm not actually as excited about that one. I kind of I like Stony. His first album took a while to grow on me, but it did eventually grow on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ch- singles that he has out right now um rockstar psycho and candy paint yeah i kind of like all those tracks too so i feel like i'm gonna like whatever direction he takes this album with yeah even though he kind of had some fuck fuck up comments about um hip-hop in the past like in the past or earlier everyone's human so i can't knock him for it hopefully he learns how to integrate himself into the culture more appropriately i mean i hope he learns from it i think it's just one i don't like his personality too i didn't like rockstar i didn't like psycho so it's just kind of like Eh. okay (laughs) i'm a fan of that music so i'm looking forward to it Mm. um and then other things that have come up in the news 
Russ. Rapper Russ, is- Russ the, ch- the fucking <laughs> talent. He's talented as hell. Talented but as he hell. He's one of the most hated artists. He really is. For some reason, he's always there's always some controversy going on with something that Russ Damn. says. Man doesn't know how to watch his mouth for some. I don't reason. know how to keep track anymore because someone will be like, "Oh, Russ's comments on this," and I'm like, "What next?" Like this guy just doesn't. I don't know if he just has one of those things for like his foot is always in his mouth mm. or he just has no filter or like what the fuck is up but yeah mm. i think it's kind of funny actually <laughs> yeah so this time um apparently russ has took a shot at producers in the game right now um he was saying that hip-hop is at a very fragile state because the producers are whack making similar sounding beats where every rapper's song sounds exactly the same which doesn't leave room for creativity or originality and pretty much things like that so he's blaming he's blaming producers um for the existence of whack rappers he Mm -hmm. says not the it's not the rappers that are whack it's the producers that are whack there's no unique sound anymore Mm -hmm. because as we know unfortunately the current state of hip-hop it's the producers carrying um the the, backbone yeah carrying the backbone because everyone is more focused on beats Mm -hmm. so what russ is pretty much saying is without a concrete and solid unique beat the song automatically becomes trash no matter how good the rapper is. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And I can attest to that because there are a lot of, especially with the new upcoming rappers, yeah. they're, not, they're, they're not really known for their lyrics. They're known for their flow and like sound on the particular beats that they're on. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I feel like it. we're a lot more willing to forgive whack-ass lyrics when the flow is right and the beat is good. Because I definitely know there are a handful of songs um, where it's just like, I listen to the lyrics and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why do we think this is (laughs) cool? But then like you get into the sound of it. And I think it's really come to a point where people are usually not listening to music to listen to the lyrics. I feel like there are a handful of people that we do do that for. Um, Case in point things like kod mm-hmm. or damn stuff like that people like I, I feel like we've come to a separation with our rappers where you have like your rappers who are speaking on topics and that's when people get more concerned with the lyricism and less concerned with like the beats and the sound um stuff like that and then you have um you're more like people like you had mentioned before where it's just they're not as focused on the lyricism they're not as focused on talking about certain topics so then our next fall to is all right but does it at least sound good so i can listen to it have a little bit of a bop Mm -hmm. while i'm at a party or i'm like driving and stuff like that yeah that's all i got for you (laughs) (laughs) all right so i can understand that especially because um a lot of producers are coming out Russ heavy right now. They really are. I just read a whole article. Did yeah. you see this picture of Metro Boomin? He held up a oh, yeah. <laughs> he held up a sign. He's holding that up just a says, sign Russ that says whack. Russ is whack. <laughs> and then he went on to tweet. He was like, "Oh, I haven't listened to his music. Just whack in spirit." And I feel like that's like such a bigger dig, which I thought was hilarious. It's kind of funny seeing all these producers come at him. I have to admit. Well, I don't really listen to Russ personally, so if you do listen to it, um, leave us a comment so we can Actually, further educate ourselves. Yeah, I heard that uh, he produces all of his own music, right? Yeah. So the songs that I have heard of, of him, mm-hmm. they did have a unique sound. 
I'm not gonna lie, they did have a unique sound where I would listen to it and be like, huh, I don't know who produced it. But yeah. because it's like well known that he produces all of his own music, uh, maybe that's what he's saying. Like the lack of like not knowing what you're gonna get, where like certain rappers you already know what the beat's gonna sound like. The funny like, thing is, is that I have a rest song for one of my vibes of the week. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> it's lit. It's not like every rapper where like future or like young thug they just have a or like migos where they just have a certain sound that you're yeah. expecting it's always different so i feel like there's definitely a range with his music right either really love it i really hate it and sometimes i'm kind of meh but i'm okay with it because i'm okay with his experimenting so that's um, probably what he means props to him yeah that's probably yeah. what he means he's saying like no one is willing to jump out of the box they everyone wants to play it safe so like, I definitely can see that. I think there has been a lot of playing it safe in terms of like the songs and the vibes and the way that people are trending towards trends even. Um, like I look at the state of hip hop and I feel like hip hop is definitely starting to fall into pop a lot more mm-hmm. and like that top 40 a lot more, which is like good. I mean, I'm happy that hip hop is falling into like uh, the top 40 and is being like recognized by the culture and whatnot but i also wonder too what people are kind of putting aside for that in terms of just the variability and the culture and the personality that hip-hop itself holds mm-hmm. all right word yeah so producers you're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. You're doing just. I guess someone like unless you're like a elite producer like Mike Will or um, something like that. Where a producer like Mike Will, I can say is a producer that actually switches up his sound frequently. Very frequently. People don't know it's a Mike Will beat until you hear his tag and then you're like Mike mm-hmm. Will man. I'm like oh shit, I didn't even know he produced that. Like he's one of the few producers. Him mustard and um, I don't really know what else. Him, Mustard, there's probably other producers, but those two are like really heavy hitters and creating banging beats, but they switch up their sound all the time. Mm-hmm. And I especially noticed that um, in Mike Will's case with um, every Ray Shremmerd, um single that has like released, they all have um, these unique vibes to them. And of course, there's like the classic Mike Will um, sound, like Power Glide is a classic Mike classic. Will beat. Classic. But, but then, I love it. <laughs> yeah, but then you go to songs like um like uh like Hurt to Look or Guatemala mm. or things like that where he just switches it up and yeah, songs like the like the Beyonce beats. Like the Beyonce beats and the Kendrick beats. True true. And the Jay Z like he's just able to switch it up, so that's why Which I can I like respect him. Alright. Now I have Guatemala going through my head. I really have been bumping Guatemala like It's a non-stop. dope song. It's so dope. It's a dope song. <sighs> Gosh, I love it so much. I had it on repeat while I was driving around for like solid twenty minutes. Yeah, no I fuck shame. with I fuck with Sway Lee, but Slim Jimmy always got slept on too. Mm. I think I don't like Slim Jimmy on his own shit. Like when it's like his just a solo single from him. Yeah, but when he's always on a Ray Shremmer track or he's featured on somebody else's track, he always goes off. Mm-hmm. I fuck with his energy so much. That's why I love him and Sway Lee as Ray Shremmer because they're such a dynamic duo. And I don't know, like, they're one of the, because you know me, I'm like a lyrical conscious guy when it comes to hip hop. Mm-hmm. But when I came, when I, um, came to college, I kind of really broadened my range in terms of taste. And Ray Shremmerd was kind of at like the start of that. So that's why I'm such a Ray Shremmerd fan right now, because mm-hmm. Ray Shremmerd was a group that has gotten me to change my taste in my ear in hip hop. That's why I fuck with him heavy. 
Yeah. Um, so th- since this is one of the last episodes that we're doing for a while, we thought, why not um, do a little recap? of the school year in music not really the year since we're in the middle of 2018 so we kind of want to do a recap of the school year and possibly list maybe our top five projects that came out since Mm. september do you think you can think of a top five yo i'm so indecisive i can probably think of a top five i just have to it's literally whenever whatever i've been bumping all year long let's see what have i been bumping all year long like shit you want me to go first or you want to go first um I think you can go first. Okay. Bet. 2018. So this is September we're talking about. So I have to think about everything that has come out since September. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to put Tory Lane's Memories Don't Die. It's definitely a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, can't, I can't do in order. So I'm just going to put that. That's one. All right. Um, another one that I would probably say would. Oh, shit. This is hard. Right? Yeah, you gave us an impossible task. <laughs> Weekends EP. Definitely Weekends EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Dear Melancholy. My Dear Melancholy? Yeah, My Dear Melancholy. So that's two. Mm-hmm. What I got? Three more? Um, yep. Damn, what has come out this year? I really have to think about it. Right. What came, on, what came out in September? Huh. I wish I had my laptop literally on me. If I had my laptop on me, I can look at everything right now. Cause I can say five things that recently came out, but yep. I don't wanna I don't want those songs to, to be like, all the recent. Yeah, they're all recent because then th- there was a shitload of music that came out earlier. I'm in the year too. Yep. So I'm gonna stick with those two. And I'm gonna mm. come back. Are you? Do you have anything? Um, I remember let's see. The first thing that came to mind, uh, you know my love for Brockhampton. Mm. Um, Saturation 3 came out. It's their last project that they said they would be working on together. So I'm still bumping it. I still love it so much. Side um, note. Sorry. Yeah. Side note. Didn't they say they're coming out with an album pretty soon? Are they going to be coming out with one? Called Puppy. Oh, God. That changes everything. Yeah, it's coming out, I think, this summer. Oh, God bless. Wow. Um, there was like a whole bunch of discourse over how Saturation 3 was going to be like their end project. I don't know. I'll have to look into it more. I don't know if maybe just certain people are leaving the group or if they're all going to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just have to do my research on that shit. Um, yeah, because. Mm, yeah, no, it was it was just so hard. Um, let's see. I'm actually definitely going to put Invasion of Privacy up there um, as I've been listening to it more. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! It was so good. Um, yeah, it was crazy good. Um, oh my gosh! It's so hard to think about this. Yeah, I'm looking at all this shit. Yo, there was a lot of dope music that came out this school year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna let you go. I can. I think I can finally do my five. All right, I'll do your you five. Fin- okay. I can't finish. <laughs> Three. Her. I'm definitely adding her okay, to my yep. list. Um. That was probably one of my favorite albums of this year, no matter hip-hop or mm-hmm. R&B. That album, oh, I just connected with that album. Everyone knows my personal love for her, so I connected with that album so much this year. Yeah. So I'm definitely putting that one out. Uh, let's see, that's three. Mm-hmm. Four. Um, nah, not that. I was about to, I was going to say Honcho Jack, but I'm not going to do that. Nah. No. Nah, not that. That was a dope tape, but that's not 
That's not enough to be four. Hmm. This is a lot, because I know there's, like, some of our listeners right now are probably listing albums off the back that I'm not listing. And, like, yep. and I fuck with all of those. I, like, I already know what some people are thinking. Some people are thinking, oh, why don't you put Nipsey up there? Or, like, why don't you put Daniel Caesar's album up there? You know, I'm, I'm going like, to put Daniel Caesar's album up there. You know I fuck with Daniel Caesar's album. I know you would put Daniel Caesar's album up there, but I'm not mm, going to. Freudian gave me life and then it killed me off and it said girl you thought you were done come back how many did i list three yes okay we're both scrolling through <laughs> releases right now yeah, like so hmm. much shit that came out damn all right so those those three i want to say maybe without warning yeah 21 savage offset and metro mm-hmm because I was bumping that shit track for track for at least a good half of the fall semester. Yeah, actually. Um, Free Black doesn't count. Because he put out the deluxe edition this year. Mm. Um, those, those are just three songs. If I could list that, I would. But I don't think that should count. Yeah. Oh, you know what? My number four would be Kali Uchis's, um mm. Isolation. So good. Mm. So, so good. I wanted to add Sabrina Claudio, but because of... Canceled. I still love her. <laughs> Canceled. I still love you, Sabrina. Let me shoot my shot. Um, <laughs> I can't remember if I listed three or four. I can't remember if you listed three or four. <laughs> Thanks. Friend of the award. <laughs> Friend of the year award goes to you. Listen. <laughs> numbers are hard. Right, you know what fuck it i'm gonna add nipsey hustle nipsey yeah. hustle's album to that victory lap um that was a phenomenal album um i was gonna say maybe it might be too recent for me to name that one of the top albums of the year mm-hmm. but if i'm gonna go with tori and weekend i might as well throw nipsey in that too so that's four so that means all i need is one more and that should be easy because i will definitely do hmm you know what I'm going to do Saba. Care for me? Yep. Saba is my number five. Okay. Damn, I don't want to do that. Bet. Number five. Gucci Mane. Mr. Davis. Really? Yes. Yes. Really? Fuck yes. (laughs) That album was extremely slept on. First of all, it was slept on. I will give you that. That shit was extremely slept on. That shit had bangers on that from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit had songs like uh, I Get the Bag, Stuntin' Ain't Nothing, Fucking mm-hmm. Curve. Oh my goodness. Enormous. <laughs> wow. This was such a good album. Tone It Down. Oh my goodness. This was such a good album. You're getting album. hyped up all over again. We're going to leave <laughs> yeah. here. He's going to be bumping that shit. Because it came out in October, and I remember when the album came out, I was bumping it from, like, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of forgot a lot of the songs that came on it. So, yeah, I'm going to say that's my five. Yeah. After we're done recording, I'm probably going to want to change it because I'm going to look at other shit that came out, and I'll be like, "Mm, I'm going to want to add that. Like, I know some people are listening right now. I'm like, oh, you fucked up because you didn't list Chris Brown's album or Dave East's album. Chris Brown's album was not good enough. Chris Brown is always good enough. Don't sleep. 
or Sir's album. <laughs> oh, Sir's album was so good. And there's the Migos, and then there's Cause, Rich the Kid. It's been a Dolph. good school year. It's been a great fucking year for music. Rich the Kid. Oh. Rich the Kid's album was, ooh, yeah. Shit was great. Gunna's album, oh my goodness. There's going to be so mm. many people that are saying I'm fucking up because I'm not, I'm not naming certain albums. You know what? That's definitely my five. Mama didn't raise no bitch. I stand by what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. I did not stutter. Just kidding. I think I definitely stuttered like five times. Um, but you know what? I stand by what I said. Um, I'm here for my 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 top five. But yeah. And so carrying on on that in terms of just like where we're at in terms of like the end of the school semester, uh, the end of the school year for us. It's kind of like the ending of segment of time Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i feel like that was such a fake woke way to say (laughs) shit but okay um but i wanted to like recap on the goals that we set for ourselves in january because i remember we talked about it a little bit in terms of like what we wanted for ourselves and like where do you think you're at on that because i think it's so good to do check-ins um for the goals that you set for yourself so that we don't just end up in december being like what the fuck have i done with myself Mm, okay um I think mentally, mm-hmm. I'm at a good place right now. Um, this year, I did a lot of self-evaluating because this is my first year completely living on my own. Because mm-hmm. um, I had an off-campus apartment mm-hmm. this year, where the previous years I did live on campus and I would go back home frequently. This year, I was more on my own, and I didn't go home as much as I did, so I kind of had that um, self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. I took on more I took on more bills that I had to pay, um, like rent and fucking my insurance went up and other things like that. Be so me is a whole-ass adult, y'all. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whole-ass adult. You can listen. You can hear the stress in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I took on a lot more responsibility. So I think mentally I'm at a good place because I was over to I was able to overcome any problems that I ran into. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I lost a couple people along the way. It's okay. That happens with growth. Um, there's just little roots that you got to cut off before you sprout into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. So yeah, I think I'm I'm at a good place mentally. I'm happy of everything that I did to get myself to where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, academically i feel like i could have done better but because i had my focuses on so many different places i kind of lost sight of where i wanted myself to be academically Mm -hmm. but i think i can back back i can bounce back um especially since i still got time until graduation um i'll be able to overcome that too i I don't think there's i don't think there's any problem i can't overcome it's just Mm. how badly do i want it that's like a motto that um i started with my friends freshman year how badly do i want it yeah like any 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 problem that we ran into that we really thought was impossible to do or we really just can't see ourselves doing it but we really want it we just got to ask ourselves like oh how badly do you want it and then if you mm. if you're able to answer it, I want it this badly, then there should be nothing to stop you from doing it. You feel me? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's how I do it. Like that's kind of. It started off with me and my friend because she came up to me freshman year and said, "Listen, DM me." <laughs> now nah, she said, "Listen, Dev, um, <laughs> I really want to lose weight, and I'm completely dedicated to doing this, that, and the third. 
but I knew of her, like I knew of her habits and her like lazy habits and everything like that. And I said, you, I definitely believe you can do this, that, and the third, you can do anything you set your mind to. The question you have to ask yourself is how badly do you want it? Cause if you don't want it that bad and you're able to push other things off and put other things on top of it, then you're never going to strive to your goal. Mm. But if you can answer yourself and possibly list a bunch of different reasons on why you want that certain goal, then there's nothing that can stop you. You feel mm-hmm. me? So yeah, that's where I'm at. I want it really bad, so I'm gonna get it really bad. You feel me? Yeah. Whatever it is, if I want it, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. I like that. How about you? Let's see. So I remember one of my biggest goals for this year um, was setting more self-loving standards for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that shit that I'll keep saying and reminding myself. Am I doing the best at it right now? Definitely not. Um, And I kind of came to a realization because I realized I get caught up in the world of academia a lot. Uh, You know, I do so, so much. Um, And a lot of it is because I do have this mindset, you know, like I am a person of color. Um, I'm queer, like not a Christian and a Christian like majority society, like shit just gets tough sometimes. And so I'm constantly like, in this mindset of you have to be two, three, four, five times better. You have to be like twice as good to get half the distance as some of these other people. And I definitely think it's something that's gotten me as far as I have, but I've also realized that I've been burning out quite a lot mm-hmm. lately. What am I doing with this information? Nothing until the end of the semester, because I have no choice but to completely burn myself out to get to where I need to be to be at the end of the semester. But I think it's going to be something that I'm going to try to be more conscious of uh, for my following years. Next year will be my last year of my undergrad degree. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Um, Getting out of here with two bachelors of arts and whatnot. Hey, flex, flex, okay. Yeah, Flex on the cast, heard you. But I think... I need to keep reminding myself that I need to stress the importance of taking care of myself. And it's been something that I've been in a process of doing for a couple of years now. Um, because you thought my self-care habits this year were bad. Like, it was, ooh, I was a mess my freshman year. I did not know what the concept of self-care was. Those were foreign words to me. Um, so I, I still recognize there's a lot of room for growth in it. And as for just like, Seeing the room for the growth has helped me realize that I have grown a lot as a person. I know a lot of my friends have been telling me, like, they've just seen me grow so much. And I know it means a lot to me to, like, hear that from them and, like, see that they recognize that. But I think it makes me want to strive to, like, do more because I know that I can be more. And maybe that's just, like, some self-perfectionist things Mm -hmm. going on there. But I'm honestly, I'm still excited to see where I can go with the goals that I have and doing what I want to do. Um, I think I'm really going to steal that, like, how badly do you want it kind of thing. Because I think lately I've been getting caught up in making excuses for myself. And I just got to keep asking myself, like, "Mm, how badly do I want this? Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Cool. You have any plans for the summer? Summertime plans. Hopefully I will be working a boatload. Um, I started throwing out my application out into the world to hopefully work in the fields that I want to be working in once I graduate from college and whatnot. Um, So I want to be in a museum setting. Uh, I love art 
I want to be surrounded by art. I want to surround other people with art. Like, that's just ultimate goal for me. Um, so I've applied for positions uh, doing, like, assistant curatorial work. I've been applying for positions as translators, tour guides, um, museum education programs, stuff like that. So fingers crossed that that will be something that's on my plate for the summertime. Um, I actually am one of those people where I love working a lot in the summertime because I feel like I need to have a purpose. I have strict purposes when I'm at school, but I do so poorly when I have so much downtime in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, I know another big goal for me is I really want to go to Afropunk. I know all of y'all listening have definitely heard me talk about how excited I am for it. They just released um, more sets of weekend tickets, thank goodness. Um, so hopefully that'll be something that I can have for the summertime to look forward to especially since it aligns on my birthday again this year so i think it'd be a fun way for me to celebrate um and then other than that i think i want to try to put in more time for many trips i want to spend more time in new york this year i want to go spend some time down in florida maybe i want to go up to canada um but i think biggest goal for me is going to be saving up um to go on larger trips for next year uh, because it's been something where I haven't been saving as much as I usually do. I try to travel a lot um, and I haven't really been able to lately just because of like money hardships. Um, but it's it kind of comes down to the how badly do you want it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have to keep asking myself like how badly do I want it? Can I forgo this coffee in the morning if it's going to be put towards like a trip, I don't know, to like India or like Japan or Mexico or something like that. Like, how badly do I want it? So, yeah, I'm just going to keep my head down, work on getting this bag, hopefully get my tan back so I don't look as white. Um, I'm so pale right now. It really kills me. Um, so get that summertime glow on or whatnot. Hopefully y'all will see me popping off on the gram soon because I've been taking a break from social media. Um, so hopefully I'll be back on it, back on my bullshit tings. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. Word. What about you? I'll just be working, working, working. (laughs) And then maybe some more work. (laughs) Maybe some more work. Um, I'm planning on traveling. I'm going to Haiti pretty soon with my mom, Mm. like in the beginning of June. That's good. So that should be, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. Oh. Just because, I mean, I'm only going for her just because mm-hmm. um, she wants to see her family. And I haven't seen the family since I was like 11 or 10. And she goes frequently. Yeah. And I know they're always asking for me. And I don't know how much time my grandmother, my grandmother has left. So mm. I'm just going to visit her and the fam and really just do this for my mom. I don't really like going to Haiti. Sometimes just because I feel so restricted when I go there, just of what I can do, what I can do. Okay. And just because I'm not, I'm also not the strongest um, speaker when it comes to my native tongue. Mm, um, I feel that. So I feel like sometimes it's like hard for me to communicate with um, my family sometimes. And I just have to have my mom communicate a lot. I'm able to, I'm able to, I understand the language entirely it's just saying, saying it, back. it is back i have trouble sometimes oh i really understand that struggle yeah. so there'll be that traveling um i plan on going to california mm, this summer nice. with a couple friends what part are you going to i don't know i haven't planned it out entirely but hopefully um la somewhere in nice. la that should be dope 
Um, I, I I definitely plan on visiting my sister in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how I do it, hopefully I can take my little brother with me if um, his side of the family allows it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll probably tra- travel to other places. I'll probably be in New York. Mm-hmm. Not probably. I'm definitely going to New York because I have to visit my friend over there too. Hey. And yeah, I think that's it for traveling. So I'm just planning on working. I'll be in Bridgewater for the entire for the entirety of the summer just because I do still have an off campus um apartment here. Because you a whole ass adult with I a whole ass lease. A whole ass lease. I'll be moving <laughs> in with a new set of people, all still my homies, so it's gonna be another lit year. Nice. Um I'm very interested in seeing how this year is going to turn out mm-hmm. because it is my senior year. Yeah. So it's just gonna be lit. Yeah. Nice. BSU, I am coming for you this fall. I am coming for you this fall. I am going to bring culture back to this campus <laughs> in terms of parties. So, <laughs> so wait on it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this year overall, I was talking to one of my friends. Um, I think I come from a different stance on it, too, because I'm not a huge, huge party person. I'm you not big be. on large crowds. We've been over this before. Yeah. But, like, I remember there at least when I did find myself in the mood, I just kind of, like, I remember when I found myself in the mood my first couple of years here. There were always options. Now, there barely are. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, kind of sad. So, yeah, bring back that culture. I got you. Bring I- it back. Everybody's about to catch scoliosis. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. All right. Vibes of the week. What you listening Vibes to? Vibes of the week. Oh, yeah. So let me pull up. I have a little list so I wouldn't forget things this time. So, yeah. Speaking of Russ, um, I've really been bumping. He released Basement. Super good. I just fucking listen to it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that on repeat lately too. Um, Janelle Monet has been slowly putting out new album or not new albums, new tracks. Um, and, uh, wow. Why am I tripping up on my words? Anyway, so she's releasing an album and she's been putting out like tracks and stuff. Yes. Thank you. She's been putting out (laughs) singles for that. She recently just put out. I like that. Um, I really like anything that Janelle Monet puts out. So it's just great. Everyone should give it a listen. Um, if you know me, you know that I am the biggest Prince stands there is to date. I fucking love Prince. I think I went on a whole Twitter like rampage about my love for Prince for like a day. <laughs> and I was just talking about... Um, recently his estate released, he wrote this song for Cinead O'Connor. I don't even know if I said her name right. I don't care because I don't, I don't care about her. Is. Yeah, it's just people back in the 80s. And it's a song called Nothing Compares to You. The song is beautiful. He wrote it. I didn't really like her performance of it, but I appreciated it. It's, you know, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but they released his studio recording of it, of Nothing Compares to You. Ugh, when I say that I woke up to that news, I was just so happy. I was streaming it. I was listening to it on repeat. I was watching. They released it with, like, images of him, like, performing and practicing and stuff like that for different shows. I was, like, crying. I was like, wow, my sweet little baby angel out here had all these projects that you'll never see. Ugh. Or, like, that you just know that there were, like, more and that he could have offered more and oh, I don't know it makes me so sad but I was so happy that Nothing Compares to You came out 
Mm. So definitely give it a listen if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, oh my goodness. I just, I fucking love Prince. <laughs> I'm tearing up right now in the studio thinking about how much I love Prince. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, I just got really excited. We saw people <laughs> that we homies. know. Couple homies pull through. But yeah, so that's that's my vibe of the week. What about you? <laughs> um, let's see. I've been bumping a lot. So let's see. Mm. Khalid Khalid had put out a track with yeah. Black and Ty Dolla Sign called On the Way. Fire R and B. So make sure y'all go listen to that. Ooh, yeah, truly. Fire, 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 fire. Um, Ray Shummerd put a, out another single from their album called Close, and guess who's on it? Travis Scott is on that bitch. <laughs> that shit is fire once again when I saw Ray Shummerd and Travis Scott next to each other. I was like, no fucking way. And then I listened to it, and it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to sound like, but it's still a dope track. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like a vibey track instead of a lit mm-hmm. track like I thought it was going to be because it was Travis Scott and Ray Shummerd. Um, I like that vibe. So that's dope. We have a new artist mm. from down south who goes by the name of Ziamara Jennings. Uh, she put out an album, or I don't know if you call it an album, EP, or tape, or whatever she calls oh, it. Oh, the EP, yeah. But it's called The Introduction of the Emotional Tomboy. She's a new R&B artist emerging from um, down south. Um I was connected to her through my boy from Georgia, so I'm not sure if she is also from Georgia, but she has a really unique and distinct voice, so I really Mm. think everybody should go check her out. Um, Her first name is spelled X-I-A-M-A-R-A, and her last name is Jennings. Hopefully, you know how to spell Jennings. Um, But yeah, Z, if you ever listen to this episode, I think you are doing a phenomenal job. Definitely keep it up. I'll definitely try to push your music out over here in Boston so you can get that... uh, national view you feel me (laughs) and yeah i kind of think that might be it for my vibes of the week nice 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 and so to end up end off our last podcast before we go on our however long it takes hiatus yep what's your reality check um just i kind of said most of my reality check during my whole little goals talk Mm. but I guess to everyone that's listening, if you're not going to be hearing my voice for a while, I think the only thing I have to say to everybody is be safe out there. Get to your bag by any means necessary. (laughs) Seven price emoji, seven price going up emojis. (laughs) Um, Be sure to also, in the meantime, if you're not caught up to our previous episodes, take that time to listen and um catch up maybe play it when you're chilling with your friends or if you got a long drive coming or if you got some work to do just play that while um you're doing all that and i'm pretty sure the time will fly by like it's nothing um finals are coming up soon for all of my college students so do whatever you got to do put the phone down um stop going out as often (laughs) and just pick up a book and get your notes your laptop whatever you need to do isolate yourself and just get down to doing this work you feel Mm -hmm. me because no matter how you look at no matter how you look at it no one or thing should ever stop you from getting to your success so if you need to tell somebody hey i need a little time to catch up on my work if they do not understand what that means then clearly there's something wrong with that relationship right there everyone should be pushing you to Mm. your fullest 
So no matter this, you should literally have no excuses. Do whatever you have to do to make sure you end this year with a success. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much my reality check. I like that. All right. Let's and, see. I think my reality check is just really me recapping what we were talking about in the beginning in terms of just like big shout out to all of the people who have supported us and helped us out throughout the process of us making this podcast. Mm-hmm. My reality check is that y'all are great. <laughs> um, thank you for interacting with us. Thank you for hyping us up. Thank you for when I see you when I'm walking across campus and y'all tell me, hey, I'm like, I've literally had people where I'm walking and they'll come up to me and they'll pull out their earbuds and be like, I'm listening to your podcast now mm-hmm. and I love it so far. Mm-hmm. And like, that just makes me feel so good. Um, thank you to all the friends who are out there supporting us, um, uplifting us, telling us to keep up the good work. You know, I, I think it's something that's like really helpful for us. Um, I just, you know, I thrive on love. What can I say? Um, y'all are great. And we do appreciate y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all not even just like for concepts of like clout and popularity, but just knowing that like we have people who are so homey and so willing to like interact with us Mm -hmm. and talk to us about these different things and talk to us about our podcasts and ask us questions at the end of everything. And so I think my big reality check is really more so just like an outreach to y'all of like, thank you. And then on top of that, like send us ideas of what you want to hear about. Send us your comments, send us something that we can respond to. Tell us what to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'd love to like interact with everyone a lot more through the actual podcast instead of just outside of it so that way it can be something that we're really like giving and taking so that way we're not just putting our voice out there but we're also like responding as well mm-hmm. and like having your voice come back to us while we're producing everything and then just a little side note so i don't forget because if mother earth did not say that i probably would have forgot um so spring fest weekend um <laughs> i was chilling on saturday i was at um this house with a couple of my boys and this person walked up to me it was her and her friend and i've never met her before but when she told me who she was apparently we follow each other on social media so i thought that was lit and she just pulled up to me and she told me that she really fucks with the podcast and everything that we're doing with it and for some reason when i was drunk so my emotions just like evolated even more (laughs) but like when i was told that um to be told by a stranger that i've never met before like how much they fuck with my podcast it really meant a lot to me because it lets me know that you guys really like you guys are really listening to us and appreciate um our voice and what like we do for the community because i always say like I always say, like, my, myself, for instance, I just say I'm a voice for the people. So when I just have random people coming up to me telling me how much they fuck with it, it just lets me know that I'm doing something right. Um, I didn't forget your name, Jillian. I remember your name. So shout, shout out, out to, to Jillian. you. Shout out to you. And um, keep supporting and showing love and all of that shit. And everybody else out there, even though I do appreciate every, what everyone is doing now, Take it up. Take it a little step further. Why not? (laughs) We're doing so well right now. So take it up even a little step further. If you're not following us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at The Urban Product. Mm. Follow us on SoundCloud, The Urban Product, because I know when each of you are listening to the episode, little do you know, 
every time if you are a soundcloud user and <laughs> you're listening to the episode i know every single time you listen to the episode so mm. if you're not following me i know that you're not following me so why not just follow us at the urban product um and then follow us on itunes podcast also at the urban product you can catch me on my instagram and my twitter at dme is real i always keep it a buck and i keep it honest and i have a good time and everything's lit you feel me mm-hmm all right, and then you can always catch me on Instagram. Uh, I've been taking a little bit of a hiatus, but I promise I'll be back on that soon. Um, but my handle is your local plant mom. It's you are local plant mom. No spaces, no underscores. And then I guess I'll open it up if y'all want to follow me on my Twitter. Uh, since I do talk about how I use Twitter so often, I mean, like, why not? It's yeah. really a mishmash of thoughts. Um, but you can catch me at my handle Earth underscore Muva M U V A. Um, catch me on there, uh, tweet at me, tell me about how I'm wrong about J. Cole, (laughs) um, interact with me, tell me about how you two love Prince, it'll be a good time. So yeah. Yeah. This has been great, y'all. Thank you so much. I can't wait to come back to y'all soon. Big facts. And then to end this episode, I have to end it with an announcement. All right, guys. We've been working. Mm-hmm. We've been working out here. We've been working to supply you guys with as much content as we possibly can. So since we are taking a quick hiatus, hopefully it's quick. If it's three months, then it's three months. Hopefully those three months go by. But within that time frame, I'm gonna we're gonna try to still give you content. So a current idea that got going on that will probably flourish really soon is we got this little mini series coming out Mm. if you were a fan of our cloth talk episode imagine that but on a wider scale so we're gonna have a bunch of people from all different backgrounds just come in sit down and it's just gonna be a big round table discussion because you hear our two voices all the time so you have like a general idea of what we're about but there's so much more to the culture and the community than that so we're just gonna bring in other people um this is gonna bring in other people we're all gonna sit down have a talk and then hopefully by the time you guys listen to it you guys will have a general understanding on what it means to be a part of the urban product Mm -hmm. until then it's been your boy dme and this is mother earth and we won't catch y'all next week, but hopefully we'll catch y'all soon. We'll catch y'all soon. Peace. Bye.